Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome. I'm Jim Scott, and it's delightful to be back here. I, c I come every few years. It's been a few since uh, <clears throat> since I have gotten to visit this beautiful sanctuary. I collect Unitarian Universalist churches, so it's so it's a delight. I've been playing this song for many decades. It's been attributed to me, but I didn't write it. A great Brazilian composer, Ivan Lintz, wrote this melody. And when I first joined the Paul Winter Consort, he got to, he, he let us use this melody to write new words. And I've been singing it ever since. is rising in the sea the spirit of morning fills the air guiding my journey home <coughs> where is the path beyond the forest where is the song I always knew I remember it just around the bend in the village the music never ends <coughs> in a circle of friends in a circle of sound all our voices will blend when we touch common ground if you were here last night we rehearsed this we can sing this chorus we can do this chorus in two languages like this in a circle of friends in a circle of sound, all our voices will blend when we touch common ground. Somewhere is the melody we need, there is a certain harmony, even a rhythm in the trees, in the song that we always known as every road comes to its end so every path must cross again now i'm returning to my heart back to the song that is our own in a circle of friends in a circle of sounds all our voices will when we touch common ground
Touch common First and foremost, thank you to the amazing Jim Scott for being here today and thank you, and not just today, but for being here the entire weekend. Kind of our lucky break to have him in residence for the weekend and a wonderful concert last night. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Wonderful to be here. And good morning. My name is Cheryl Hemp, and welcome to the First Universalist Unitarian Church. Um, I want to extend a special welcome to everyone joining us here this morning in person and online, and especially to our visitors here today. Since 1858, UU has served as a vital voice for liberal religion in central Wisconsin, we are an intentionally free society that welcomes all people just as you are, regardless of age, sexual orientation, ethnicity, or economic situation. Whether, whether you're here on life's journey, you are welcome here. We are currently worshiping both in person and online, so be sure to subscribe to the church's newsletter and follow us on Facebook or Instagram for updates. Today I wanted to highlight a couple of announcements. In the atrium you will see uh, quite a spread of food and goodies and that is um, sort of a extended coffee hour that we will be having after the service. So please stay and perhaps interact with Jim Scott, if I'm sure he will. He's a very friendly guy. <laughs> and um, have fun introducing yourself to other people in the, in the room. And then you'll also see a table in there that is, um, has a sign-up sheet for a Seder dinner that we will be having on Thursday, April 6th. And for planning purposes, it would be especially helpful if people could sign up so that we can order um, some extra foods that need to be, and especially be there for that day. So if you could sign up as soon as possible, that would be great. And with that, let us gather our hearts and minds for worship. And we are doing things a little bit in a different order today. At this point in time, we are going to have our offering. And today it is a special offering for the Rise Up program in town. And to speak to us about that is Brenda Schumacher. Good morning, everybody. My name is Brenda Schumacher, and I've been serving on the Rise Up board for over three years, and I'm really excited to be able to tell you about it today. 
So Rise Up is about people coming together and transforming not only a piece of art, but themselves and the community. As a nonprofit group, the Rise Up team has been organizing since early of 2017, planning, meeting, and connecting with diverse groups across Marathon County. Today we have completed four large murals. The first one was with Aspirus. That mural is on display in the cafeteria courtyard at the Aspirus Wasa Hospital. And we've done one with the Enrich, Excel, and Achieve. That's the EEA Academy. And that mural is create, um, that they created faces the river walk on the side of the WOW building. And you can see the largest mural that we've created with Lakeside Recovery on the Frontier building. That mural faces the 400 block downtown. Um, and we also have a mural that honors the women's community. That beautiful mural is on the side of Whitewater Music Hall. We currently are working on a project with children in foster care, and that mural will be painted inside the new Marathon County Department of Social Services building, as well as a project that we're working on as a collaboration with the, the Hmong Wasa New Year, the Hmong American Center, and the Hmong American Festival. That mural will be installed on the forest, um, on forest Street on the parking ramp that faces Forest Street, um, and that, that's anticipated to be finished in 2024. So um, our newest adventure was opening of the Rise Up Hub at the Whitewater Music Hall in 2021. The board and artists recognized the need for artists to have a physical location um, because there wasn't a formal process to retain participants and providing our services on a daily basis. So since that time, the doors of Rise Up have been open and staffed by a Rise Up artist four days a week. We offer a space uh, for uh, people to drop in with painting hours and workshops with private parties. It's a community, community connection for all who walk in our doors. The Rise Up Hub is open to past participants and also to the general community to utilize. We're currently open with a um, recent shift in hours, but we're open from 3 to 8 p.m. Wednesday through Friday and 9 to 1 on Saturdays. By providing this space to unite people together and make beautiful art, Rise Up is able to fulfill our mission, which is to heal, strengthen, and unify our community through the arts. And we can do this on a daily basis now. Please consider donating to this worthy mission and stopping in to paint with us in the near future. So thank you. Thank you so much, Brenda. And if you are willing or able to donate, we're, there's a basket on your way out of the sanctuary this morning. And I'm going to light the chalice first and then do the reading because I can't do both at once. <laughs> and as you handle the sacred, sacred matches, I will, I will say a little bit, uh, and then we will read a reading that I want to tell you was written collectively by folks at Star Island, one of our uh, wonderful UU camps. It's an island off of Maine. We light this chalice with a flame. It's a symbol of our free faith, our free search for faith, our free lack of faith, as some have put it, and uh, it is very malleable. It could be another entirely different context. Um, the meaning of this chalice could, I promise you, next week it'll probably have a completely different connotation. But for me today, it means the earth is a vessel. 
sailing on with a fire in its heart. And the inside of the earth, someone told me, is every bit as hot as the sun. If it's that hot on the inside, where are the flames on the outside? Well, on this cooling planet, we are that energy force burning, oxidizing, green and blue and white when you see us from out in space, down here on the ground fashioning from the earth a whole spectrum of color, providing this mysterious and mystical balance of peace and health and justice that we might call spirit. I like this word spirit, as you'll see. And uh, may we read this uh, reading and you see your part, written small in the order of service. Fire of life, cleanse our spirits with heat and flame. Illuminate our path towards beloved community. Take our vessels to the flame. Let this be our mantra, melt our pain. Ignite our passion. Draw us close to your hearth. Blessed be, amen. to Unitarian Universalism that I got this song in our hymn book. It's number 347. I'm going to start halfway through. <clears throat> Boy, I just have this frog in my throat here. You're just going to have to sing more in case I can't get there. <laughs> I like to start halfway through and sing you the refrain sort of as an introduction. So uh, that'll just be me and the people who weren't paying attention. Gather in peace. I was kidding. You can sing too. Gather in thanks. Gather in sympathy now and then. Gather. at the beginning. Gather the sphere. I forgot to ask you to stand up if you would like to stand up as willing and able. The summit fires will kindle one flame with mystery of this hour. Our trials in this life Yeah. 
gathered again in that dangerous bastion, the church that threatens family values, the church that wants to undermine the authority of the Father, the church that has half forgotten the Creator in its pagan worshiping of the creation, the church that those right-wing radio ministries have warned us about. This church of bleeding-heart liberalism, some thinly-veiled front for leftist politics, of homosexual propaganda. I like it here. <laughs> the church that assures you you won't be going to hell no matter what you do in this life. And the church that often leaves the first few pews open for the diversity we're sure is going to show up. We're open to it. The Church of Practicing Witches, whose very assertion they don't believe in any devil, confirms they must be accomplishing some of his work. And the church that sings carefully, not sure if we can totally agree, subscribe to those words and not be questioning ourselves tomorrow or in the next worship committee meeting. The church that is not sure if there is in fact anything that we can celebrate with that passion and abandon those other churches hold for Jesus the Savior, Son of God the Father. Although something lurks in us, we might be missing out on some of their fun. It is that search for ecstasy, enlightenment, and other things, including free coffee, which is often the only thing whose origins we don't question, that brings us together. This is my church and I'm a zealot. This is the church that says to everyone, you're not only welcome, but we need you. 
and your creative input in our continuing, evolving, dynamic culture. Diversity is a strength, a survival mechanism we believe in. We face the challenge of weighing new and ancient wisdom in our search for guidance in this life, as well as the continuing creation of our own mythology. It's not an easy job. And we come together in meetings like this to offer each other ourselves for sustenance. Now, it's a great... I started in a universalist church, by the way, in Norwell, Massachusetts. It wasn't my choice. I was two or three years old, but I... Um, <laughs> but my origins, are, I think of myself as more universalist than Unitarian, and it's a delight that this church is universalist Unitarian, not Unitarian Universalist, as so many of the others are. But the two U's and the tongue twister is something that um, is always something for us to, um, to explain to people. Now, we were just at a restaurant yesterday, and some, what, did, what did he say? Something like, Unitarians, that's, they don't believe in anything or something. That, that's the church that doesn't believe in anything. Uh, wait a minute. We have our seven principles, uh, and they are pretty important stuff, really. I started to say there, this the wonderful minister that, that I grew up listening to, he would say, he'd get through something, he'd say, well, that's about all I had to say. But I'm not going to stop now. And <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing now, I guess. Um, I don't have a script for this, but I just want to tell you. Um, and I can almost recite them. I think I can. The dignity and the worth of every person, number one. And two, compassion and human relations. That's love. The first one maybe is human rights. The first, second one is love, compassion. The next two, free search for faith and the encouragement of each other in growth. This is, we don't have to agree to get together. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> fifth, oh yeah, democracy. Now that's a little antithetical to some religions right there. Uh, and we meet in our democratic annual meetings to vote on some more principles. And now we're adding an eighth principle <laughs> to, to this uh, uh, thing. The sixth principle is the goal of peace. I wish it said the way of peace myself, but it says the goal of peace. Uh, and those are the kinds of things we can go argue about at General Assembly. And then the seventh principle that I'm most devoted to is the interdependent web of all life, our ecological principle. And now a principle that the short version is to call it beloved community. And it's uh, beyond just acceptance of everybody that's different, but deliberate inclusion and interaction and collaboration with everyone. We've got to start thinking of this as one world, with one world problems, with the climate change and the uh, disappearing divergence of, of species and um, oceans dying, water, air, soil. Uh, we don't have much time to start thinking as one world to solve these problems. We don't have time for wars and, uh, and who's going to grab the most of it before it's all gone. Uh, and this pandemic has been the greatest educator 
that we can act as one world. It hasn't been equal, I'll grant you that, but uh, we have this consciousness, and we've certainly got the media, to talk to the whole world and uh, say, we've got to make changes. We cannot go on meeting like this, is my joke. It's not a joke. I think most of us can probably get on a roll and talk about what's wrong <laughs> and, and um, all that kind of thing. But I find that, you know, that's not going to really be motivating. <laughs> and I, my, my subject this morning is, uh, uh, I'm, I'm calling it a theme of peace, if I might. Um, and I've got some things to say and sing about that all fall under this realm of peace. Uh, but peace, earth, uh, justice, all those things, of course, go together. Uh, and compartmentalizing sometimes is distracting. Uh, this song, uh, I'd like, like your help on this song. It's in our uh, Teal book, and somebody has to tell me what number it is. Let This Be a House of Peace is... 1054. <clears throat> Whatever happened between four and 500 in the gray book and then a thousand in this book, I don't know. <laughs> we left, we left a, 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 lot of, a lot of room. <laughs> uh, and I'm for, oh, C, right? <laughs> Um, and uh, I think it'll be good if you, you can remain seated for, this, uh, for some of our group singing, because I will. So, uh. There's this vamp, we call it in music. You'll see how it fits in later. Here's the song. Let this be a house of peace, of nature and humanity, of sorrow and elation. Let this be our house, a haven for the Let this be a house of peace. Just sing that line this time. Let this be a house of peace. Sing it again. Let this be a house of peace. Let this be a house. Of peace. Second verse. Let this be a house of freedom. Guardian and worth held deep inside us. Let this be our house, a platform for the free voice, where all our sacred differences here shall not divide us. 
please be out so please now while some people sing this let this be a house of peace. We need people with a higher voice to sing. Let this be a house, you sing. Let this be a house of peace. Let this be a house of Let's see if we can get those two going. House of peace. Let this be a house. Let this be a house of peace. Let this be a house. The third verse. Let all in this house seek truth. Where scientists and mystics abide in reverence here. Let this be our house, a haven for creation. Where works of art and melodies consecrate the atmosphere. Let this be ours, let this be a house of peace, let this be a house of peace, let this be a house, let this be a house, let this be a house of peace, let this be a house, the fourth verse, let this be a house of prophecy, may visions for our children be our common themes. Let this be our house of Our trove of ancient story and cradle of most tender dreams. Let this be our house. Now you can put down those books or tuck it under your arm. And we could give it a little clapping on the offbeat. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, let this be a house of Let this be a house of peace. Let this be a house of peace. Let this be a house. Let this be a house. Let this be a house of peace. Let this be a house of peace. Let let it be. Let this be a house, so here's the end of peace. Oh, yay, good singing. I play sometimes at churches of other denominations, and I see a lot of, you know, this kind of thing. I know you use, we kind of just nod our head and like, like don't move your body, just... Thank you. Um, we, we get accused of being all in our heads, you know, but I don't, I don't see that. Certainly where I go, and I meet visionaries at Unitarian Universalist churches, I meet people with so much more scientific and spiritual something, and that's how, where I get my songs, from all of you, from uh, getting to commune with you. Uh, we had a wonderful time last night, and... Um, and I'll just say, I look forward to coming back again someday uh, before too long. Um, oh, good. <laughs> they agree. <laughs> That's kind of like when you run your credit card and it says, approved. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> I needed a validation. Just for... 
Well, I wrote this song with a bunch of kids. It says something to me about peace and how all things go together. Now, I know some animals eat other animals. Yes, that's true. But this balance of nature has been going on for quite a long time. And we're beneficiaries of all of that. And I'm always thinking about the earth and why we need it. Nature. You don't want to get any on you, but, um, but, uh, but we need it, you see. We're made of all this stuff that has worked together for so long. So these kids told me about the rainforest and about animals. There's a lot of animals in the song. We get a big piece of paper and a magic marker and brainstorm up all the ideas that we know about the rainforest and then see what rhymes and what goes together. And we made this song. They told me about the four levels of the rainforest, which was news to me, the four levels. But I immediately thought it should go in the song. So the four levels are in there. They go by fast. And then we see how they all go together. On the ground level, turtles and leopards and snakes live in the shelter the understory makes. The ground is so soft and the air is so clear. With 300 inches of rain every year, oh, let the rain feed the thirsty ground. Sing me the song of life you sing, such a beautiful sound. That's the chorus, you can do it, oh, let the rain feed the thirsty ground. Sing me the song of life, sing me the song of life you sing, such a beautiful sound. And down in the ground, the worms and the ants nurture the roots of the flowering plants. And up in the canopy, life is a breeze. Orangutans swing from the limbs of the trees. Oh, let the rain feed the thirsty ground. Sing me the song of life. Sing me the song of life. You sing such a beautiful sound. Now, while some of us sing that part, we need some folks with a higher voice to sing another part that goes, rain come down. That's it. Rain come down, la la la. Rain come down. Oh, let the rain come. Feed the thirsty ground. Sing me the song of life you sing. Such a beautiful sound. And the third verse is high up above where the toucans fly. Emergent treetops. Reaching to the sky There's more kinds of plants Than anyone knows Look out There's a sloth Hanging by her three toes Oh, let the rain Feed the thirsty ground Sing me the song of life You sing such a beautiful sound And about this point 
like to put in the pop quiz. What were those four levels of the rainforest? Well, this is the way I remember it. My musical memory device, there's the understory, the understory. If it got a low voice, the understory, understory, or the ground level, you could be the ground level. going. One word for that might be harmony, and I like that because I'm a musician. Another word for it just might be peace, that all these things work together. Now often, uh, I'm doing this in a church service as time for all ages, or that the kids might come up front, and at this point, uh, the kids would be invited to go off and do something more interesting. But uh, 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 thank you for, for regressing. Thank you for claiming your inner child and, uh, and, and singing that. I was saying to someone uh, <clears throat> just um, before the service, um, <coughs> you, can't, you can't just um, spend all your time just saying, look, we're in trouble and everything's terrible and uh, all that. We really got to remember that um, celebrating what is beautiful and amazing and fragile around us is what keeps us, keeps us working, keeps us going. Um, and I try to do that. Um, and where's, oh, I put the piece of paper over there. <laughs> A little story, if I might. I'm in denial about the glasses. <laughs> on the day after what we now call the attack on America, or know by its cryptic numerals 9-11, my garden yielded up corn and beans and cucumbers and eggplant, 
persistent as and unjudgmental as the sun that follows a storm, this orchard and garden has often been my asylum, and I find rooting in the soil to be fitting response in troubled times. Blanketed by winter snows, it still makes a soothing labyrinth for meditative walk. <clears throat> now seasons of bloom and fruit have come and gone again, while the perpetrators long since identified haunt our collective soul. Immersed, though, in this lush and healing context, I find myself imagining the conversation I might have had with Osama bin Laden. I picture he could have been a farmer, a rich one, if given the chance. <clears throat> he'd probably see my abundance as the spoils of evil powers. Or maybe I'd just be a peasant in the eyes of such an extraordinarily rich man turned international criminal. I dream, though, we could talk about injustice and struggle for equality in this sanctuary I've fashioned by my own hands. <clears throat> As the dog runs circles in her yard nearby, I would speak for nonviolence. He would have to educate me as to the oppression of his people and no doubt make the case for revolution. Now, some may take offense at my, even, at my attempts to even humanize such a monster. I think that uh, the problem is that he at least saw himself as a deeply religious man. And I offer no defense for his actions, but world leaders have long sent young people into battle to kill, convinced of their justification. And some previously obscure Muslim cult certainly holds no monopoly on vengeance as policy. Perhaps it's not to the hardened criminal blinded by hate that I speak. I imagine listening to the anger and the accusations of all the people he claims to represent here in my tranquil garden. Among apple, peach, and cherry trees, there would be enough beauty and serenity all about us to keep us engaged. In the company of swelling pumpkins or savoring a fresh tomato, we might talk of the horrors of war. Amid roses and fragrant herbs, we might consider what he could possibly hope to accomplish through such violence. There is, I suppose, no real place for negotiation with the perpetrators of such crimes. Mr. Bin Laden, or whoever it is like him, would argue there's no negotiating with the evil U.S. and the corrupt, morally corrupt Western powers. Under the grape arbor, we could argue and disagree and yet still be able to continue. But I'm afraid there might not be enough magic here, enough aura of harmony to keep our arguments constructive. It's not a large enough sanctuary to hold our dialogue in its energy field. One could easily run off in a fit of anger across the road past the picket fence fortresses of the middle class out to the highway and the city where bastions of excess and consumption are monuments to a society dangerously out of balance with itself and the earth. It will take a bigger garden, a larger and more inclusive sanctuary where time is suspended for depth of reflection, 
I pray for that garden of all the earth where all are included, between the quiet where one might speak and be heard and the sustenance of food, fresh air, and natural systems busy in their harmony of symphonic proportions. Only then might our dialogue really take root.
of harmony I hear you sing to me Let it wash over me Let it begin Harmony of harmony Unfolding melody I am your instrument Let peace There's no long sermon in this service, so uh, don't worry. I have one other thing I'd like to read to you in another song uh, before we have to pay you overtime. I think this was during the COVID, uh, back, is it a couple of years or is it more? We heard on the news um, that these two black holes collided in space and uh, it said something about Einstein's theories and, and everything and it was a, a big scientific um, uh, step at, at that time uh, and uh, this was in, in the context of uh, um, some discussions I'd been having with a great friend. She was my manager 30 years ago, and we still remain friends. She's a very Christian person, and um, you know, speaks of God and Jesus in, in ways that I um, can think it's nice imagery, but um, I personally don't agree. But, uh, but I, I honor what she's, uh, what she's thinking, the way she's thinking. <clears throat> and she said something about um, God intervening in things and, I, uh, and you know, asking Jesus for help to, to intervene or something or make things right. And, wow, is this just... Um, you know, I, I haven't really... I, I sometimes I think about the... I do a lot of thinking about this great mystery, this great whatever, this great unidentified thing uh, and spirit and so on, but I... Um, I don't personally ask God to help me, you know, win a tennis match or something like that, you know, uh, uh, or an argument. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, so is God, is it just for humans or God for every, everything on the earth? Oh, yes, everything. Really? Well, I just saw on Facebook that someone said, oh, I'm so sorry, your dog, almost 20-year-old, wonderful companion, you know, your dog died but, uh, you know, I'm sure he's up in heaven happily chasing squirrels. Heaven doesn't seem to be good for squirrels. Uh, okay. So uh, I said, well, is it just, you know, on earth or is it our whole solar system? And, you know, we, we think there's probably life somewhere else out there, the whole universe. Oh, yes, the whole universe. Really? She is busy. So, uh, here's my poem. Pardon me, it's a bit of a rant. <laughs> oh God of the two black holes that collided 
a billion years ago, but we just felt it now because it was so far away. God of the 275 million or so stars that will be born on this earth day and again tomorrow. And God of this little planet, are you the same God of the elements, water, air, fire, and earth, and of viruses and bacteria and and DNA, and photosynthesis, and contagion, and immunity, of growth and struggle, of suffering and surviving, of crimes and mistakes, of wounds and of healing. God of evolution, diversity, nature, and lately, humanity. Of ideals and passion, of greed and dominance, of civilization, agriculture, industry, fossil fuels, plastic, God of science and nonsense. God of truth and lies. Oh, God of war and oppression, enslavement, genocide, the refugees, the dispossessed, the lost, the broken. God of hate and anger and hiding right behind them fear and of amends and compassion and cooperation. Now this is important, of cooperation. God of memory, stories, and lessons, of art and expression, of sharing and understanding, of love. Was love involved back there with the two black holes? And God of this world, are you the same God? God for this little group on this little part of this little ball that has brought us again the leaning toward the sun and the spring and made for us the seasons, awakening again this lust for life, adventure, exploration, risk, ecstasy, awareness, and aging, and enlightenment, where all our mistakes of the past become the compost for the fertile earth from which all is made anew. Are you still there? I know this is getting long. God of the senses, of beauty, and of elation. God of, for this one particular species with the power of language and learning, of dreams and longing, of imagination, to, with the powers of creativity to have made you in our image. It was the best we could do. And who don't even know your name? We fight about that. Who in this last flash of time have come to this some little perspective on the whole thing. We're working on it. Well, God of wisdom, of matter and energy trading places, of big bangs and expanding universes and benign lack of oversight and trust in the evolution of things to have let us go here with Eden and maybe the same, but different, on lots of other planets, around lots of other stars, in half a trillion galaxies, hundreds of billions of stars in each, one in six stars with planets around them. The odds are pretty good, God, of billions of springs at this very moment. Thanks for all this. Now, I'll say, uh, there I go again, um, off script. We, uh, <laughs> uh, 
we recognize that all the religions of the world, there are several books written about this in recent decades, studies of all the religions of the world, that the thread that goes through, that it turns out spiritual practice is good for you, helps you live longer, happier, and the community, religio, of gathering, you know, uh, this community is good for us. Spiritual practice is good for us. Any spiritual practice, apparently, say some of these authors, and the thread that goes through all these spiritual practices, I have a microphone attached here so I can walk over here. This thread that goes through all the religious practices is gratitude. Gratitude for another day to be here with each other. Now this is just a challenge for Unitarian Universalists because we're not sure who to thank. Um, I forget, the song, um, I'm, I'm, whoops, I'm going to need my glasses. This is another song I don't do very often that's in our gray hymn book, and I just thought since I have this wonderful accompanist this morning, I'd throw this all at Margaret to say, okay, let's do this too. Um, I call this song Circle of Spirit, but we, uh, in the hymn book, title everything by the first line. It's called Tradition Held Fast. Someone remind me, is it 316 in the book? 316, thank you. Um. <clears throat> and um, I just have to ask you to wait at certain points in the song because I wrote an intro to the song that also goes between each verse, and that is not in the book. So you just have to hold on, and <laughs> we'll get to the next verse. <laughs> so... intro kind of foreshadows the melody. <laughs> I thought we needed it. We sing. Tradition held fast through buried time and place. The raising of voices, the touching Finds expression, accomplice 
folk song, I guess. And I'd heard it with different words, English translation, that always bugged me because it was not a complete sentence. And I just wanted to fix it. And so I made the chorus a more poetic, I hope, English translation. And I got carried away. And in a rush of ex irrational exuberance, I added two verses. Here's the chorus. I'll sing a line, you sing it back. And may your life be as a song. You sing it. And may your life be as a song. Resounding with the dawn to sing awake the light. Resounding with the dawn to sing awake the light. Then softly serenade the stars Ever dancing circles in the night Ever dancing circles in the night I forgot to tell you, it's number 1059 in our teal book If you'd like to look it up and not just get it straight from me Let's try the whole thing Dawn, to sing awake the light, 
striking young man he met a beautiful woman named love now I'm not really sure who was the man and who was the woman but maybe they were the same sex I'd like to keep you said wisdom you can't own me said love but I love you anyway what would it cost to know you'd always be there asked wisdom ask such questions, said love. Just look at the stars. Why? Wisdom pondered. Are they telling us something? Oh, chill out, chided love, which made wisdom happy in a funny sort of way. And so it was that wisdom fell in love with love and thus became truly wise. 
Let's go in peace. Coffee hour and analysis.